podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. Ben Davidson is doing his isolation period in the hotel room. I, I imagine like this will be okay for you because you strike me as someone who likes their own company. Yeah, I am. Uh, firstly, I'd like to say thank you to Eddie, you know, for sorting us out the um, the uh, the penthouse and that. So fair play to him. <laughs> but do you know what? I am very, I've got to be honest, I'm very disappointed. And um, to be honest with you, I don't know if it was like, I don't know if it was a bit of a dig, like if there was something behind it or if I'm looking into it too deep. I'm not quite sure, but I just thought, who would even do that? Like, obviously my food come up and that, and it was a burger and chips, but like no ketchup. It was just uh, do you know what I mean? Was that was it, is it me or is it some kind of a dick? Like, I wondered where that was going. No, we got it. Where the burger? No, I'm messing. Um, What's yeah, that? I said, was it good anyway? The burger and chips. It was all right. I'm going to change my uh, change my option for tonight anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, of course you got Lee Wood. Uh, on this Saturday in potentially fight of the night. It looks like that on paper anyways. Um, Oscar is there, so if you both pass your COVID test, uh, I'm sure you'll be talking about that in the week. Ben, just got you on today for a, a couple of things. Let's start with, I um, don't know whether you can call it a feud between Deontay Wilder and Mark Braden. Uh, have you been keeping up with it? Uh, I saw a few bits. I, I, I've heard that, uh, Deontay Wilder said a few things back, and that I'm not I'm not entirely sure of the full details of what he said back. But obviously, I, I saw there was a lot of talk about uh, what Mark Breland was saying, and that. And obviously, as a fighter, I've got the utmost respect for um, for Mark Breland. But you know, it's just I, I don't like the way a lot of a lot of coaches this this tends to happen. You know, this isn't a singling out. Mark Breland or anything like that because it happens a lot but it's just I just don't agree with it you know to, to work with somebody close for, for such a long period of time whatever happens you know relationships um, you know good moments bad moments and different spells and whatnot you know and, and especially while a fighter is still in their career but I always like to think that after their career you can still have that friendship and still have that you know, look back on those memories and, and then those be fond memories. So, you know, it's just not the way that I'll, I would go about it. But again, I don't know the full situation of what happened between them. So um, it's hard for me to, 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 for my opinion, to count for anything really. Yeah, of course, it's hard to comment on the, the fallout in the relationship because we don't know what's gone on. Only they know and, and Jay will know, etc. But a comment that had circulated uh, widely and, and caught people's attention was that Mark said Wilder's done. Um, those that, that was quoted from him. Are you surprised that, that he said that, Ben? That he's done? Maybe that's how he feels because of um, because of the way that he's he's handled everything. Maybe that that's what he feels. Maybe that was part of the reason that they ended up parting ways. But 
I don't know, you know, it's you can't write write somebody off. Uh, you got to give give them a chance. And Deontay Wilder, you know, he's achieved a hell of a lot. Got some fantastic wins, and look where he's come from. You know, he didn't come from huge expectations, and oh, he was always going to do this. You know, he achieved things coming from a situation he was put in, obviously. With, with, with his daughter and that and he wanted to achieve something for her and be able to give her the best life possible and that and you can only respect that um, I just hope that he does you know I'm not saying that he has but I hope that he hasn't lost sight of that and I'm sure that's enough motivation for him to, to climb back on the horse and, and carry on achieving things in the sport Just out of interest who would you like to see him box next obviously taking Tyson and Anthony out of the equation Um a Dillian White fight is a great fight, isn't it? You know, that's a good fight. There was a lot of talk about that. I'm sure there'll be a lot of interest in that. Obviously, Dillian White's got to deal with Povetkin um, before that. Uh, or even whoever wins that fight. Um, it'll still be an interesting one to watch and still one that while you're watching, you, you certainly can't blink. So, yeah, there'll still be interest in him. He's a... He's a He's just got to get back on the horse and um, keep focused on the right things, put in the work, be able to be self-aware, know his strengths, know his weaknesses, know what he needs to work on, know where he went wrong, and be honest with himself. And I'm sure that he'll uh, he'll be come back. Well, I know it was rumoured to fight Charles Martin, but then it was reports come out that he wanted $10 million for that fight, Deontay. Really? I heard that they was making the fight. To be honest with you, I thought, silly fight, really, because Anthony Josh had, you know, done a good job on, on Charles Martin within the within two rounds. Um, so unless you was going to blow him away, people was going to say, well, that's what Josh had done all the way back then. So it was a, it was a difficult one for him to, to be... Because um, people was always going to compare, aren't they? Who's there? There's Hellenius, Kawanaki, Pulev even. There's lots of good options for him. Okay, moving on from that. Ben, uh, we saw a statement from Daniel Kinahan yesterday on Talk Sport. Uh, just give me your thoughts firstly on, on his statement, please. Yeah, you know, um, it's one of them where the people that have something to say are the people that firstly don't understand the sport, um, not involved in the sport. And to be honest with you, the people that are in the sport, it's just quite sick of keep talking about it. Like it's, I understand that the writers, the journalists, you know, not much is going on in the world at the moment. Um, and maybe, the, you know, it's something for them to, to keep themselves in a job and to keep, keep having something to write about but at the end of the day us in the sport I'm sure you're sick of keep talking about it are you not? Like and I'll tell you what it is do you know everybody that's worked with him seeked his advice done business with him it's all going to come out at some point it's all going to come out in the wash so everybody might as well just come out be honest now and say what a great job he's done for me, for this person, for that person, for this fight. 
and people, you know, people realise actually, do you know what? If this guy's doing all of these things, like, where would he even have the time to do all this accusation nonsense? Like, I've spent time with Daniel as a friend. I've spent time with Daniel's work. I've spent time with Daniel with his family. And his soul, passion, love, time, he's boxing like. And he doesn't advise these boxers, that's my nine to five. Sorry, lads, I'm out of office. Like, he's 24-7. Like, it baffles me how he finds the time because he goes over and above, above and beyond to do the best for his fighters. And that's why everybody's, you know, so happy with, with the work that he's done. And that's why boxing's in such a fantastic place. I'll put up, you know, Fury Joshua, Taylor Ramirez, Saunders Canelo, boxing's looking in a strong place. Everybody agreed. There's one thing in common there for those fights getting made. But there's a fight over the seas in the worldweight division that we can't see happen. We're not seeing happen. Other fights that don't get made um, because every promoter, every manager, they all have respect for the way he does business because um, his integrity, his honesty, the way he goes about it, um, he's fair and... He gets he gets what he gets done what what other people can't get done. Um, I spoke to you before about you know, like I said before, it's not like hiding anything because the truth is the truth. And going back from Tyson's comeback, look at where Tyson's career was to to where he's gone now. Um, of course, Tyson's in there doing a fight, and of course, and there's a other areas that, that have to be taken care of. But the job that's been done for him in terms of his advisory and the deals it has been done, like a hundred million dollar deal. Like how many people do you see get that? Not from um, exactly, you know, and people at the beginning was that questioning whether he'd even make a comeback. So not only did he get a good good deal with BT Sport and and managed to, to agree terms with, with Frank Warren and BT Sport for his comeback. Then I managed to agree terms for a Deontay Wilder fight when the Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua fight couldn't get made for a load of nonsense, which people was going crazy over. All of a sudden, in come Tyson. Um, so not only did he help um, put that deal together and make that fight happen, then the ESPN deal come about. And I know, again, went above and beyond the expectations on that deal. Um, and everybody all round was happy. Um, and look where it's took Tyson to, he's it, it, gone to another level. Um, and all of the fighters, you know, I know that he's got fighters that probably, you know, they're lucky to have got world title shots. He's got world title shots. Um, he's done phenomenal things for people. And like I say, he goes above and beyond. It's not just business. It's friendship. And like I say, you know, it's not my place to come out and say this person, that person, you know, they're all going to come out at some point and, and, and have their say because I, I fully understand people go, oh, Ben's just saying that. But it's going to be a case where everybody's going to have to come out and say, um, just to clear this all up and get rid of the nonsense because no one can keep talking about it. 
you know, look at what the man's been able to do while sort of being kept in the dark because of all of these allegations. Imagine where boxing would be if he was able to just do his work. Um, but all of these people are going to gonna come out and have to come out because it's all going to come out in the wash and, and explain what it's like doing business with him. Because there's a lot of things that have gone on in, in not just UK, but world boxing. He's had a huge part to play from, you know, grassroots all the way up to the absolute top. And it's just frustrating because everybody's quite sick of talking about it. What he's done for boxing is mind-blowing. He goes above and beyond. Like I said, if people contact him for to seek his advice um, at any time, it's never a case of, like, his phone, it must be. And it's never a case of, oh, I'll get back to you, get back to you in a week or two. I'm just in the meeting, I'll give you a call when I finish in half an hour, bang, back on the phone, you know, and what is it that you need, boom, 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 Would you, you know, and there to give his advice, like, he just, like, someone like that, and he's, like, inboxing, you know, the reality is this, the reality is this, not, this is a bit of an over-exaggeration, sometimes it's the case, sometimes it's not the case, but the fighter has his own opinions of himself, usually, pretty high the promoter has his own agendas you know he's thinking well if I could get him for a bit cheaper then I'm going to run a little bit more and blah 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 someone like Daniel comes in and goes that's what's fair and because he's got the respect of both guys because of the reputation of what he's done in the sport from other people and the way he becomes so highly recommended, not just from boxers, by the way, not just from boxers, broadcasters, promoters, everybody. Um, you know, it gets deals done that can't that usually you don't usually see get done, or was seen, you know, hard to get done. Fury Joshua, loads of people were saying, "Oh, that won't get done. That won't get done." Now it's getting done. But what we, we, people want to complain over that now? just it's just the way of the world um but like i say everybody that and you'll find it hard to see somebody in boxing at any level that hasn't seeked his advice um you know they're all gonna i just think that they, what what needs to happen is everybody needs to come out and say look what this man's done for boxing is a legitimate businessman. Like, you can't put these hours and do what this man's doing and not be the amount of time that time consuming, you know. And that's what really bothers me. Like the amount of time he puts into the amount of time he puts into the sport. And it's not a case of this for him, but he deserves he deserves the he deserves to the credit for for doing the things that he's done and the huge fights that he's, he's helped make and, and these kind of things. And it does bother me because he's put so much time and effort and I can't, I can't exaggerate that enough. So much time and effort into, um, into his boxers and the people that he advises 
and even in other areas, you know, I know people that he's just given life advice to that, you know, in general, not even boxers. And they're like, you know, that advice that that man gave me, or he's done things for people, and you know, that's that's, that's changed my life. Um, and that's not a one-off either. That's a lot of people, a lot of people. So, but in boxing, everybody in boxing um, knows how important he is to the sport and what he's doing for the sport. So I just think everybody needs to come out. Um, this is how good he is at what he does. Um, just get it done and forget about it and move on because, you know, it's just, you can't keep going over and over and over. And it's only holding the sport back by all these accusations and that and all these... Um, these uh that like that panorama thing like what was that about obviously I've got respect for Baron Quigg and what he's achieved for a fire and I'm not gonna sit here and say that I haven't because I have like I'm not that's what I like to I like to feel like I'm quite uh, uh, I'm not one of them shatters I think like but I like to say that I have my own opinion I'm gonna give my honest opinion because if I don't what does it stand for like I have respect for Baron McGuigan and what he done as a fighter, but Baron McGuigan was the the guy that they went to to say that this man's wrong for boxing, but lots of his fighters have had problems with the way that he's looked after them. I just don't get that. Like straight away, that was a complete shutdown. Like where it's just a a non-starter, isn't it? With that. Um, and that just sort of sums that whole thing up. And I even see some of these reporters going, you know, Barry McGuigan. Barry McGuigan should say this. Barry McGuigan should say that. Like, it's just a non star. How could you even mention that when? You no, know, even I think they even said to Barry, you know, do you not feel like people could turn around and say, oh, it's because they've now working with the fighters that you was previously working with, but um, I don't know. I don't know. From what you've said there, Ben, if Daniel Kinahan was not involved in boxing anymore, how much would the sport suffer? Massively, massively, massively. I can't exaggerate that enough. Not only fights not getting made, but like all the way through to grassroots. He's done so much, uh, so much for the sport, so much for his fighters, so much for so many people. Um, and even at times when, so obviously um, the ESPN deal with Tyson, obviously Daniel played a huge part in that. Um, made that deal get done but of course at the beginning Tyson had doubts and was thinking well what if this what if that like every area got covered above and beyond every area got covered to make sure that he was happy and again the expect Tyson's expectations of that deal Daniel went above and beyond um, and it's the same across the board for all the fighters what they expect and what, what they he always goes above and beyond for them 
And you can't say that about many people in this sport. You can't. You can't say that about many people in this sport. I respect everybody in the sport, but a lot of people do their job and go home and, and that's that, you know. So I have the utmost respect when trainers go above and beyond, when managers go above and beyond, when advisors go above and beyond, when promoters go above and beyond, when you guys go above and beyond. Um, because then you're doing it, that you really are, it's, it's your passion, you're doing it for love. You're not doing it for a coin because otherwise, you know, um, you don't do those kind of things. And it's just getting very, very silly now. And, uh, you know, all these accusations, not a single conviction, like, just get on with it. I don't know what, what, what is trying to be achieved here. Do, do, do you know what bothers me is these guys go, we need to protect the sport of boxing. They don't know boxing. They don't know boxing. Clearly, they don't know boxing. Clearly. Not a Scooby at all. I haven't got a clue. Because you're not trying to protect the sport of boxing. It's a little ego trip for them to keep writing about it and keep themselves in a job. They're not trying to protect the sport of boxing. I don't mind if they, if they keep coming out of what they're coming out of. But don't call it protecting the sport of boxing. That's for sure. Well, listen, Ben, thanks for your time today. As I said, Oscar, we'll catch up with you about Lee Wood's uh, fight against Reese Mould this Saturday night, live on Sky Sports and DAZN. We look forward to a new Lee Wood, as you told me uh, a couple of weeks ago. We look forward to that. But listen, uh, enjoy the rest of your time in your room today and hopefully you get a, a negative test back tomorrow morning, all right? Fingers crossed. Top man, Ben, thank you. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.